Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. Mark Henry and I talk about a word that I think is extremely important right now in the world of pro wrestling, and that word is diversity. Mark and I open it for discussion right now on the Busted Open Podcast. There was some big stuff that happened on New Year's and, 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 the, and the day before that we're going to answer the critics because, they're, you know, people get behind the computer screen and they get big and swole and tough like the Incredible Hulk. And speaking of swole, that's one of the things that we're going to talk about. So uh, all you Twitter people and Instagram people and Facebook bullies, you will be served today. So take it like a man, take it like a woman, and just understand the education that you're going to get today because I had a lot of time to think about this, and you don't want to do that. You don't want, you don't want that. But we're going to give it to you anyway because I, I feel like I had people calling me and I had people uh, messaging me and um, Hey, Mark Henry, why are you not saying nothing? Because I get paid to talk. And I waited until it was my turn. I, I, I kept my mind my own business. How about that? Can we do that for a change, people? We got too many people that's worried about other people's business and not worried about their own. So I took this time to reflect and to gather information, and to organize my thoughts, unlike the people that just hastily just say stuff and have diarrhea of the mouth. Sirius XM pays me to speak and give my opinions, and that's where I chose to voice that opinion. So we're going to get it. Well, Mark, I mean, I think when you have topics like the one that was talked about on New Year's Eve, um, I think it's good to have a, a platform like we do to be able to talk about it. But also, too, Mark, 
to be able to have a two-way conversation about it. You know, this is yeah. a call-in show. This isn't a podcast or something that's on social media that's completely one-sided. Uh, one of the, one of the things that I love about what we do is that we do open it up to the busted open nation so that we can ha we can have a conversation because because Mark, it's a sensitive topic that I I think needs to be talked about and. Um, I'm torn when it comes to certain things, especially about this. You know, um, Tony Khan comes on here every week, and I love Tony Khan because he always gives us his time, and he's always very gracious. I love Big Swole. Big Swole is somebody that's been on this show many, yep. many times, is a friend of the show, and somebody I, I truly respect as well. And, and um, that's why I think it's always good, uh, Mark, to have the conversation. A lot of people, especially – this day and age with social media, they want to get their comments out. Uh, they want to be the first one to get it. They want to break news. But sometimes when you do that, um, you're not getting the whole story. That's number one. And number two, exactly. a lot of what you see on social media is not might be one person's opinion. doesn't mean that it's fact. So exactly. I, I, and, and listen, not everything that I say is a fact. It's an opinion. That's why I open up the phone line so that we can have a conversation about topics like this. But so we, we say that. Discussion. Yeah. We say it's an opinion. Yeah. We say it's just my opinion, guys. We we don't we don't chalk it up as fact and, and 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 there's no judgment. There was a lot of judgment, Dave. Mm -hmm. And uh anytime you start talking about race or diversity, um it's a sensitive, sensitive. It's like talking about somebody's kid. <laughs> it's like, man, your kid is kind of ugly. You, you don't do that. Yeah. You don't do that, man. It's it's just a horrible thing to to, to think, not ever, nevertheless, to say. So, like, you have to really be careful when you start talking about diversity and start talking about race because, um. Not only is it is something that is emotionally charging, but it can be lasting. You know, like we 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 see every day people get canceled because they say stuff that is not palatable to the masses, mm -hmm. and especially as it affects uh, somebody's religion somebody's race, somebody's sexual orientation. Like, you have to really be careful. And I think that the trolls and the people that were commenting on what happened and what was said, they overdid it without investigating and finding out that some of that was opinion, that there was no fact to it. And we're going to break down and allow you and uh, the nation to call in and ask questions if you have some. Um, but I think it'll be pretty clear uh, as to what I say about this situation. Yeah, and, I, and I'm looking forward to it. But since you brought it up, like when I look at the situation from a thousand feet looking down on all the stuff that happened on social media, you know, with Big Swole and with Tony Khan and with some of the accusations that were thrown back and forth. Even Big Swole said, you know, hey, for all these people that are commenting and, and putting things out on social media, listen to the comments that I said 
about it. And I think a lot of people jumped on something without even really listening to what Big Swole had to say. Um, yeah. And, and also, too, on with Tony Khan, you know, hey, listen, you're an executive of a company. Be a little careful about what you tweet out there as well. You don't have to have to react. Sometimes we react and you don't need to do that. You know, you let's let's have it. Play, let's have it play out. Let's let's have a discussion about it. And there's there's also ways. Mark, I could say something on this air and with the tone of my voice, with the certain verbiage that I use, you understand what I'm saying. But if I type it out and I tweet it out now, it's under interpretation of the person who's reading it. And you have to be exactly. very, very careful with that. Yeah, and, and also, <clears throat> Dave, we, we're entitled to our anger. Mm-hmm. We're entitled to our frustration. There's not one person listening to my voice right now that has never been angry and said something or did something that they regret later on. Yeah. And I've not been – I've been so mad, Dave – at someone or something that somebody said that even if I didn't believe it to be true, I might have said something to hurt their damn feelings just because I wanted them to feel pain too. Like, don't, I mean, it's stupid. It's sad. It's, it's ridiculous to want revenge, but it's also human nature. And everybody gets angry, and sometimes you get diarrhea of the mouth. And I, I hated it when it when it happened to me. I made mistakes, man, and I, I've I've asked for forgiveness for a lot of the mistakes that I made. And some people gave me the forgiveness. Some people said, "You know what? We're done." Okay, I got to be comfortable with that too. But if you if if you kick my cat, I'm gonna kick your dog. And that's I feel like that's kind of what happened. I mean, um, I can't speak for Tony, and this is my opinion yeah. about this. Is you said something that was hurtful to my company, to my character. I'm gonna kick you in the balls. I'm gonna kick you back. You're not just gonna kick me and me just take it. And I think that's that was kind of the opening response, and that's what made threw gasoline on the fire. But you, there was no time to dissect that. You know what? This is somebody's opinion, and you cannot base uh, an opinion about somebody's ethnicity or their race or whether they're diverse or not, because they're different things. When you start well, saying diversity di- could be anything. It's not just, it it's could be just not, anything. It could be religion, sexual orientation. There's a lot of, when you say the word diversity, it just doesn't mean one thing. It's, it's just like the word says, extremely diverse. And, you know, Gabby and I had this conversation too, you know, cause we were talking about it. Obviously when we saw the tweets coming in, people commenting on it, in, in my opinion, this is my opinion. I think AEW is extremely diverse, uh, and yes. lets their and lets their the people on their roster be who they are and let them shine. That that's how I feel. Now, if somebody doesn't feel that way, okay, let's talk about it. Why? Why do you feel that way? What is it about 
the roster that you don't feel is diverse. We can have that conversation because it goes deep, Mark, because I know even on this show, I get a lot of people that come on Twitter and say things, and some of it I take with a grain of salt, but there are certain things from certain people where I get angry. And what I do is I don't fire back on social media. What I do is I pick up the phone and I call that person. And then I know what type of person I'm dealing with, whether they answer that phone or not. If you don't answer the phone, if you go on Twitter and you post something and then I call you and you don't answer the phone, then I know who I'm dealing with. But if you pick up the phone, then we could have a conversation with it and we could talk about it because sometimes it's not all about right or wrong. Sometimes there's a gray area and we could talk about it and come to some kind of agreement. Most definitely. And that's the the, the rational way. Mm -hmm. But since when was social media rational? True. And some of these sites, I'm not going to name them because that would be giving them life. And I want them on life support. <laughs> they, they run and they try to turn the ear of every listener, anybody that's reading it, against the the people or the persons involved one way or the other. And they have nothing to do with it. There's no skin in the game for them. There is, there's, they're not going to get any pay out of it. They just want to see the world burn. They just want to start a fight and look back and laugh. That's who we're dealing with here. And I feel like, all of those people should have to apologize because they started reporting on stuff and putting stuff out there that was not, it wasn't, it wasn't valid. It wasn't true. Like you can't look, you can't, um, uh, without, without a lack of a better term, I, I feel like Tony got a really raw deal by what was said by Swole but also what was said about all these uh, people jumping on the bandwagon and they didn't know what the hell happened. They just took a side because somebody said something about diversity, which they implied it being race. And that was not, you. When, okay, well, let's break it down real quick as far as diversity. You start talking about diversity in the work sector at AEW, um, Tony Khan is a man of color. And so is, and when I say a man of color, I'm not he's not black. Black is a person of color. You have Asian, you have Pan, you have um, the Indian influence, you have the Middle Eastern influence. I mean, like the, the, the Spanish influence in the company, like there's, you talk about a diverse workplace, man, that place has got everything. And I feel like um, the people in power, the highest ranking officers are Tony, Mega, and then you have people like myself and Sean Dean, who are both African-American people, the people of color that are working in the office. So you mean to tell me that uh, those people don't count as being diverse? And we are doing, the, the AEW community 
is as diverse a workplace as there is in AEW. Men, women, black, white, Spanish, Asian, Indian, we have it all. And we go into the communities that we do shows and we try to make those communities better. And from an African-American standpoint, myself and Sean Dean have been going into schools that people have wrote off. That they, you, you, you're not gonna, you're not gonna hear about these schools we go to. When, when we start talking about community service and uh, serving the communities that you that you work in, we're going to these schools that. Dave, if you ever seen the movie Lean on Me, that is the way that's what some of the schools that we go in look like in the beginning. And when we leave there, it looks like the end of the movie. And we want to keep supporting those people, those administrators and and superintendents to show kids what success looks like what it could look like for them. And I've invited people, including Swole. I've invited people that work for AEW that are past tense, worked for AEW, and everybody don't come. Everybody don't support. So when you start talk, talk, talking about uh, what works and um, who's supporting who, you got to be careful because I was there. I know what work is being done. And for people to uh, blatantly, you know, look at Tony Khan as, as somebody that's uh, having a, a workplace that's not diverse is wrong. It's completely false. And Swole, they, they had a, a, a great understanding and, and decided that uh, they were not going to go further. And somewhere along the lines, I guess she felt like, you know what, I'm not 100% okay with everything. And then she said what she said. And... Nobody talks about the tweet. And I was upset, and I never said anything to her about the tweet that she made about Jay Cargill being in the tournament and her not uh, getting a shine in the tournament and her saying basically, and I paraphrase this, that, well, I guess uh, Jade is going to be the one that they choose to go forward. Well, that's entertainment business. You don't go to a movie set after reading the script, Dave, and say to the director and the writer of the film, you know what, I like this role, and I yeah, I accepted this role, but let's rewrite this. I don't want to get killed at the end of the movie. No, no, that's what your character does because it leads to no, I don't want to I don't want to die in the movie. Or 
you know, I don't I don't want to be the bad guy in the movie. Can I? Can we switch? <laughs> I want to be the good guy now. In entertainment, the role that you choose is the role that you play. And the other thing is availability. I I didn't say anything about medical issues or none of that. That was that was in the tweets and what people were saying and what she said. Availability is very important in our business, in any business. And I, we always bring it back to football, and, you know, I'm, I'm a Tom Brady hater. But let me tell you something about Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They had multiple injuries of – major players that got put on the IR. And, you know, some people that, you know, I'm not going to even talk about them, bless their hearts. <laughs> but Tom Brady threw a touchdown, guys, to a guy that he didn't even play in college. He never caught a touchdown in college, but he was ready. He was prepared. And they won that game. And that guy, if he never catches another touchdown, he was ready. And they got the job done because he was available. He didn't know. I'm I'm sure that he didn't know the entire playbook standing there on the sideline. But he knew that play, and he was there, and he was ready to go. You have got to be available. And there were times where – there was no availability. And it's not anybody's fault. It's just a harsh reality. So let's let's calm down the blame and making it about race. Because it wasn't, guys. So, well, I think, you know, I, think, I just, I I just people, wanted to I just wanted to clarify. You know, and I'm glad you did, Mark. And I think a lot of wires do get crossed in a scenario when you're dealing with social media. I think Big Swole, and again, Big Swole is a friend of the show. We've been on here. Love her. Love Big Swole. If she uh, called I, I me think, right now, Dave, and said, man, I need some help. Man, I, I'd be helping her. Great. I, I mean, I just love her <laughs> as a person. Uh, but Big Swole, I think, was talking about her daughter and that her daughter – as actually a fan of the AEW product, but she made a remark to her mom about, I don't see a lot of African-Americans at the top of the show. And she made that, and she, and she talked about that on a podcast. And I think people misconstrue certain things that were said. She did talk about the diversity. And then Tony Khan, you know, probably as an executive, you got, I understand you got, you can't let emotions get the best of you. You got to take a step back. Don't but I understand. Right yeah. I, I I get it too, but sometimes you gotta. Sometimes it's best to say, you know what? We appreciate what Big Swole did for this company, and we moved on. Hey, this is the discussion that we could have. You know, let's have this discussion because I think you need to have a discussion whether it comes whether it's race or anything. There's always going to be people that think differently than you do. That's why you have those open discussions, and also yeah. too, Mark, and you know this by putting yourself out there to have the discussion that also shows people that you do care about it because you're willing yep. to have that discussion with people. You're, listen, and, and Mark, and you know this by now working in the front office, and I'm sure Tony Khan understands this. 
as a high, high executive and owner and president, you're not going to make everybody happy. It's impossible. Everybody is not going to be happy. Yeah, it's impossible to make everyone happy. But at the same time, you have to be open to have those discussions so that people know that their voice is being heard. It's a very, very sensitive topic, but I think that now in this day and age with social media, I think there's a lot of websites and there's a lot of people. on. So they just want to add fuel to the fire. They don't care about what's right or wrong. They don't care or who about, they hurt or they don't want to mend the situation. They just want to further burn that bridge, which is not what we should be doing at a time like this. Not at all. I feel bad for uh, Captain Sean Dean and 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 Will Hobbs and other African-American um, talent that made comments, and then they, the, oh, now you're a Tom. You, you're, 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 you're AEW shield. Like all the haters came out. Yeah. All of those sites should be retracting things now. They should be saying, you know what, man, we didn't know the full story. We we didn't realize that there was miscommunication. Something. They're not going to do that. They're not. But they're not going to do it. And Mark, here's the biggest. And I'm I'm gonna block. I'm gonna start blocking them. Well, that, and, you and know, that's the I, best I, thing to do, Mark. Seriously, it's the best thing to do. You know, you and, fight, and I like the, some of the information, Dave. Yeah. I like some of the information that some of these sites provide. You know, they'll they'll when somebody in our industry passes away, they they put tributes up or they, you know, sometimes I didn't even know somebody passed and I'll see it on one of the sites. But I lose respect for the sites. And I, I see, I want to block them when I see them do the stuff that they did to the people. I mean, I stand right next to Sean Dean doing all of these uh, appearances where we reach out to the schools in these inner cities. Start talking about work, putting in good work. There's hardly nobody working harder than Sean Dean. And we call him the captain because he does every job that you can throw at him. I've yet to see Tony Khan get, ask Cap to do something and him not be able to do it. And for somebody like that to feel like, man, they're attacking me. They, they, they running me in through the, through the mud. I'm like, man, don't worry about those sites. So, you know what? Shout out to all those people for, you know, standing up for themselves like keep standing up for yourself yeah and 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 mark there's people on those sites that are very reputable that we love mike johnson obviously justin labar who joins us every friday i i'm a big fan of sean ross sap who comes to our events like i i, I but but it's not if you're a writer say you say you're a, a beat writer for the new york giants you cover the giants for the new york times or the post or the daily news if half your shit is wrong you're going to get fired. But like when it comes to pro wrestling, you can just throw stuff out there. And then if it's not true, you could be like, ah, they went in a different direction or there's no accountability. If you're a writer for the NHL or the NBA or the NFL, there's accountability. If you, if you write for a major newspaper or magazine, there's accountability. Unfortunately in our community for pro wrestling, Mark, there's no accountability. So you could say and do whatever you want. 
And it means nothing. As long as you're getting the clicks, that's all that matters. Yeah, it's sad. It is sad. It's sad. But I appreciate you addressing that, Mark. And again, hey, you know, that's what we're here for, two-way talk. Hey, everyone. It's Brad the Big Noise Evans from the Fantasy Fantasy Fast Fast Track. Track. With the fantasy football season upon us, catch me and Brandon Funbuns Funston every week as we sprint through a variety of fantasy football topics, including waivers, trade targets, sleepers, plus, and more. Get that first place medal is what you're after. We've got the information to help you make it happen. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Let's go to LeVar in Chicago. Good morning, LeVar. How are you this morning? Good morning, gentlemen. I am great. Happy Friday to you all. Happy Friday, my friend. Happy Friday. Thank you very much. I just wanted to comment on the the Swole comments, and I think that she um, really kind of led on to what her feelings were based on her her daughter's comments. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just want to put a positive spin to to what she has been saying about AEW. I am really loving what I've been calling the wrestling renaissance or uh, more jokingly, uh, or, or serious wrestling reparations. Because if you look at all <laughs> over the wrestling industry, look at all of the black representation that hasn't been there at the top. Now, I'm talking at the top of the card, champions and such, over the past two, two and a half years that hasn't been there uh, on a large scale. 
uh, Impact, now WWE, um, ROH, um, seeing black champions as an African-American man, not only is it encouraging for me, but uh, for my children as well to see um, African-Americans who are successful in this business. And, and I really appreciate that. So, I mean, as far as AEW is concerned, they're a new company. I'm not ready to uh, cast them to the side, so to speak, or uh, pull the race card uh, as it pertains to their lack of black representation at the top right now because they're so new. But I'd like to see Scorpio Sky a little bit uh, better represented. I'd like to see, you know, maybe a powerhouse Hobbs. We have Jay Lethal now. It's going to be great to see how he's incorporated into the mix uh, as a primetime championship uh, Hall of Fame caliber, uh, Hall of Fame uh, wrestler. So, I, you know, I, I understand her heart, but I, I just don't think that was the way to go about it. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think LeVar, and, and this is why I always feel it's good uh, to have the discussion because when, you, when I, and again, like I said to Mark, when you tweet something out, when something is tweeted, you know, it's like you etched it in stone, right? There's no time. There's no way yep. for interpretation. There's no back and forth. You just put something out there and that's your final statement on something. But like right Boom, now, there you go. yeah, Mark and I here in the first 30 minutes of the show are, are having a conversation. Now we open up the phones and you and I and Mark are having a conversation about things like when you look at diversity and diversity is a very strong and big word. It represents more than just one color, one creed, one nationality, one sexual orientation. It's pre it's diversity is a pretty broad word. So I just I'm just using AEW as an example because that's that's what's in play here was AEW. The Lucha Brothers just were tag team champions. Sammy Guevara was just TNT champion. Jade is now your TBS champion. If you look at that roster, you know, from Nyla Rose to Anthony Bowens to there's so many, like Mark said, in the executive Sonny office, Sonny Kiss. Mark saying him and Sean Dean as, you know, working in the offices. When I when I think when I think of AEW, now Lavar, if you think differently, I'm not saying you're wrong. But my opinion when I look at AEW, I, I think they have a very diverse roster and executive staff. They're definitely the most one of the most diverse companies, wrestling companies, uh, I'd say in the world. I, I don't it think it's the right word when she said it is. diversity because there is. You don't have to say one of you whatsoever. You don't have to say one of it is. But right. it is right. You look at I'm talking about just the office. You walk in and the top of the food chain is uh, a person of color. The top of the food chain, the Vince McMahon of AEW is a man of color. And the number one legal staff is a woman of color. Like, and then you, 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 you get into uh, other people on the staff from uh, referees and um, I mean, just the list goes on. You have male and female. You have gay and straight. You have, I mean, it's, golly, man, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But see, this is why, Mark, it's good to have the discussion because like LeVar's phone call, because like we mentioned the word diversity that Big Swole used in that tweet. So when you hear diversity right away, like Tony Khan probably saw that word 
and was like, and he got triggered. He got angry. It triggered like, him, Le- yeah. Yeah, but like LeVar is saying like, if but if people really listened to what Big Swole had to say, listened to what she said on the podcast, listened to what her verbiage was, she was really talking about the representation of the African-American community. Now, we could have that discussion. Hey, right now I'm looking at the top of the show. I'm looking at the matches that I see on Dynamite week to week, and I think there's a lack of a presence of the African-American community. We could have that discussion, but LeVar, I think you're right. I think by throwing out that one word, diversity, it it could be translated in a completely different way. Right, and her feelings kind of fell on deaf ears. It sounded like she was a uh, an angry person who was you know angry because she got released possibly, but you know it it, it didn't really have the weight that I, that she intended just because her usage and the means that in which she went about uh, expressing her feelings. Okay. Yeah, Lavar. Also, you know, you only you only have one time in your life to pull the black card, and when you pull it, you cannot pull it for yourself. You can't. You have to pull it for the masses and the people that look like you. And Absolutely. I feel like if if you pulled, I've I've had to pull the card before. I've had shit happen in my career where I was like, hey, that's 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 not cool. Like, you know, we, but I didn't pull the card and say, hey, make it about me, 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 me. I want this change for me. No, I said, listen, for everybody that looks like me from now on, like this can't happen. Like we need to do this. We, we, and I'm not speaking French. I'm saying (laughs) all of us collectively. (laughs) So that's where I felt like, the the black Twitter and the the the, the different uh, organizations that were coming to her aid didn't do enough work in figuring out what was going on before you start just printing stuff. Like know what happened and know where this lies. And I feel like they'll they'll have a better understanding after today. Okay. LeVar, thanks so much for the phone call, my friend. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks the SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.